Welcome to the Outrage Science Bites podcast, a companion podcast to the Outrage Overload podcast. This is day 14 of the NAPOD POMO Challenge, National Podcast Post Month. That's a 30-day challenge to produce 30 episodes in the month of November, and I'm doing one episode a day, uh, every day in the month of November. Today we're going to talk about conspiracy theories and the science, some of the science behind conspiracy theories. So what the research has shown is that people who believe in one conspiracy theory are more likely to believe in other conspiracy theories, even if they are unrelated. So, you know, imagine if you have a friend who believes in something like uh, that the moon landing was faked. Well, that friend is more likely to believe in other conspiracy theories, such as the belief that the Earth is flat. We've also found that people who believe in conspiracy theories are also more likely to believe in other unsubstantiated claims, such as pseudoscience and paranormal claims. This is because there's a general tendency to believe in unsubstantiated claims, regardless of the specific topic. So it's important to note that not everyone who believes one conspiracy theory believes in all conspiracy theories. However, the research suggests that this is a common general link. For example, someone who believes that the moon landing was faked is more likely to believe that vaccines cause autism, that homeopathy is an effective form of medicine, and that ghosts exist. This is because they have a general tendency to believe in things that are not supported by scientific evidence. And again, it's important to note that not everyone who believes in one unsubstantiated claim believes in, believes in all unsubstantiated claims. However, the research does suggest that there is a general link between belief in unsubstantiating claims of all kinds. So, summer up, we've found that people who believe in conspiracy theories are also more likely to believe in pseudoscience and paranormal claims. Also, people who believe in one conspiracy theory are more likely to believe in other conspiracy theories, even if the theories are unrelated. These findings suggest that there is a general tendency to believe in unsubstantiated claims, regardless of the specific topic. This is likely due to a number of factors, including the cognitive biases that we've talked about in other episodes of Outrage Science Bites and the Outrage Overload podcast, such as confirmation bias and motivated reasoning. Research has suggested a number of underlying tendencies that make people more likely to believe in pseudoscience and paranormal claims. Some of these are cognitive biases. Again, we've talked about these on some of this Outrage Science Bites episode, and we'll probably talk about more cognitive biases in future episodes. And, and what cognitive biases are, they are mental shortcuts that we use to make sense of the world. However, these shortcuts can sometimes lead us to make incorrect judgments. For example, confirmation bias is the tendency to seek out information that confirms our existing beliefs and to ignore information that contradicts them. This bias can make us more likely to believe in pseudoscience and paranormal claims, even if the evidence for these claims is weak. Motivated reasoning. Motivated reasoning is the tendency to interpret information in a way that supports our existing beliefs. This bias can be especially strong when we have strong emotional attachments to our beliefs. For example, people who believe in a particular religion may be more likely to interpret evidence in a way that supports their religious beliefs even if the evidence is weak. Need for closure. The need for closure is the desire to have certainty and to avoid ambiguity. People with a high need for closure 
may be more likely to accept pseudoscience and paranormal claims, as these claims can offer a sense of certainty and closure. And finally, the lack of critical thinking skills. Critical thinking skills are the ability to evaluate information and to identify logical fallacies. People who lack critical thinking skills may be more likely to accept pseudoscience and paranormal claims, as they may not be able to identify the weaknesses in the evidence for these claims. In addition to those underlying tendencies, there are a number of other factors that can make people more likely to believe in pseudoscience and paranormal claims, such as personal experiences. People who have had personal experiences that they cannot explain may be more likely to believe in pseudoscience and paranormal claims. For example, someone who has had a near-death experience may be more likely to believe in ghosts or the afterlife. Social influence. People are more likely to believe in pseudoscience and paranormal claims if they know other people who believe in them. This is because we tend to confirm to the beliefs of the people around us. Media exposure. People who are exposed to pseudoscience and paranormal claims in the media are more likely to believe in them. This is because the media can play a role in legitimizing these claims and making them seem more credible. Now, it's important to note that not everyone who believes in pseudoscience and paranormal claims has all of these underlying tendencies or factors. However, these tendencies and factors can make people more likely to believe in these claims. So, you know, how do you counteract this? Well, a lot of the things are the things we talk about on this show. So we can do uh, improve critical thinking skills. So that's the ability to evaluate information, identify logical fallacies. So if you have stronger critical thinking skills, you're less likely to be fooled by unsubstantiated claims. Another thing is what we do here with promote science literacy. So science literacy is the ability to understand and interpret scientific information. People who are science literate are better able to identify unsubstantiated claims and to evaluate the evidence for different claims. And then finally, another thing we talk about on these little Outrage Science Bites episodes quite a bit are our own cognitive biases. So cognitive biases are those mental shortcuts that we use to make sense of the world. However, these shortcuts can sometimes lead us to make incorrect judgments. By being aware of our own cognitive biases, we can be more careful about evaluating information and less likely to be fooled by unsubstantiated claims. As I said, I'm going to just reiterate that we've found that People that tend to believe in one conspiracy theory tend to believe in other conspiracy theories. Likewise, people that believe in conspiracy theories tend to also believe in other unsubstantiated claims, pseudoscience, things like that. And so one answer is improving our own cognitive, being more aware of our cognitive biases, promoting science literacy, and just becoming more discerning consumers of information. Any of us can become susceptible to believing in unsubstantiated claims. Just keep coming back to being more critical of information, and doing so can make you a better consumer and reduce the spread of misinformation and disinformation. So that's how I'll end this, ep this episode. Keep, keep it short. If you like these little episodes, you may like the long-form Outrage Overload podcast, where we talk with scientists, researchers, authors, and others about various things related to outrage, and often many of these scientific bites come up in the context of those conversations, and you can hear from real scientists, not just me, and learn more about some larger aspects of outrage in the outrage industry. That podcast is at outrageoverload.net, and you can also find other episodes of the Outrage Science Bites um, 
episodes, and those are listed at the bottom of, you scroll down at outrageoverload.net, you'll find a link at the bottom of the page to Outrage Science Bites. So thanks for listening, and uh, look for another episode tomorrow.